The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Tonight we have the pleasure of having the girls' golf coach, Chris Spoonamore, on with us. Chris, welcome to the show. Man, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. I, a big round of applause. All right. <laughs> we all, all two of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've got Wes here with me tonight, too, as well. And uh, I know we're... Not technically in golf season, um, but um, we wanted to. We're trying to make a connection with all of the coaches as we can get them in. Um, ideally, the the idea for the show is is that we can be able to catch up with you throughout the season. Maybe bring some of the girls on with you as well. You know, someone that's overperforming or something like that. Um, we talked before the show. You you kind of have noticed the the traction of our athlete of the week thing yeah. that's going on. We we started that post golf season last year, so oh, I see how it is. Yeah, so now we're going to make up, so we're going to bring me on a couple of times. That's, that's what it is. We're trying to make up for that, and, and you know, it's just like you don't realize how much is going on in the world of athletics in Montgomery County. But like last week, we had the. Uh, uh, Coach Cobb and a couple of the bass fishermen oh, yeah. on. Uh, we've had uh, um, Ella Rout and uh, Dustin on, and then we had you know Coach jo- Jason Mays on as well. So we've had several coaches on, um, and we want to try to make our way through it. Um, so that's uh, that's our goal because we want to be, you know. Pushing Montgomery County, you know, we kind of decided in order let's win Montgomery County. And how do we win Montgomery County? Well, Montgomery County is big on their athletics around here, and and it seems to be working, you know. And right. a lot of people are, have had really good responses to the the coaches show, and uh, so you know that's kind of what we're doing. So I guess my first question would be. I know you you coach the, the the girls golf team or ladies golf team, women's golf team, whatever you want to call it. How long have you been doing that? Well, so it's crazy. Um, I had to argue with myself, and then luckily Christy stepped in to kind of help me with my math skills because evidently they're non-existent for <laughs> for the most part. So um, yeah, this will actually be my tenth year. Wow! So this is number ten, and I was saying, no, it's nine, babe. And she, no, it's ten. Think about it. I was like, no, this is 2023, and I started, she goes, 2014. I went, okay, yeah, you're right. My bad. Now, is that all 10 years? You talk about 10 years here? 10 years here, right. Because I never coached I never coached girls at all, right, until girls golf here in Montgomery County. And um, I had coached the boys team 
when I when I worked at Montgomery the first time around. So it was so I was here what 2000 2002. So 2001 2002 I coached the boys team, and then I went to Bourbon for 11 years. But I've always coached baseball. Um, I mean, you know, I, I played golf a little bit, you know, in, in college, but not scholarship or anything. And um, was pretty decent then, a whole lot better in college than I was in high school. And then played for our team, you know, in high school and then came back and Phil Rising came up to me and said, hey, you know, we we need somebody to coach, the, you know, the girls golf team because Dudley McKenna at that time was uh, Napier, uh, but she was pregnant and getting ready to have her child. And, you know, he's like, she'll probably come back, but if you'll fill in, you know, be be a great fit. I was like, all right, yeah, I, I can do that. Sure. I've never coached girls. This will be entertaining, I'm sure. You know, <laughs> this, this huge, big testosterone, you know, feel just, you know, angry, you know, <laughs> guy. Then, all right, yeah, I'll coach girls. Um, and then, but it was Phil. I mean, I'll, I'll give all credit to him. Yeah. I mean, he saw something that was there that, you know, obviously I didn't see in myself. Um, I think that's what a good leader does. Right. And um, I love it, man. I mean, it's it's totally different than coaching, definitely coaching baseball, but coaching guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, it's just the girls are amazing. I mean, you know, you, you invest in them, you work hard for them. Th- they will fight yeah. a bus all for you. Yeah. Um, and they will be <laughs> just crazy loyal to you. Yeah. Um, and they, they'll listen, they'll work hard. I mean, it's, yeah. Who'd ever thought? Well, I mean, and similar to what Dustin said, right? Yeah. And Ella was the same way. I mean, Ella was like, I would, like, I I would fight for him, you know? And so she was the ultimate team player, right? So, but I mean, I know you, you do a good job on social media bragging about the girls. They're very successful. I mean, you all are always competitive on the, on the, on the field. And, you know, I play. I have played golf. I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy it. It actually reminds me. I know this is probably weird to say, but when I'm out on the golf course, it reminds me of when I used to go fishing with my dad. Because mm. you're kind of just it's you and nature, and you're just out there, and you can hear right nothing right, and it's just like, oh, man, this is so peaceful. And then, of course, you hit a bad shot, and you're like, I hate this game. Why do I play this game? <laughs> I was going to say. Followed up by a good shot going, this is why I play this game. Depending on where you're at. Sometimes you hear just a, a string of obscenities. and <laughs> Anymore now, it seems like I hear a lot of music playing out there. But uh, it's changed a little bit. Yeah. So, Oh, I'd say it's changed a lot in 10 years. You know, from the time you started here with the girls to now. Just in the matter of not not teaching the girls what what they need to be taught, how to swing, you know, rules and whatnot, but just technology wise, club wise, and and equipment wise, it's changed a lot. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I kind of tell this to you know most parents when their girls, you know, when they want to start out, you know, they're like. Everybody wants to go out and buy. And I'm like, don't buy anything until you talk to me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. let me see if, if they're just starting out. Let me see if I can find some cheap clubs or maybe free clubs because sometimes we've done that. Yeah. And um, let me try that first. And then let's see if they like it. And then we'll go and start right. throwing some money. 
because golf is expensive. Right. It is. And if you buy new clubs, a new driver is going to be four to six hundred dollars. Right. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's so the, you, but the technology once it gets going, you know, you, yeah. they'll say you know each year from you know year to year that it's this huge increase. It really is not. I mean, irons haven't really changed a whole lot in the last several years, even though the big manufacturers will tell you. But same yeah. thing for drivers. But yeah. You know, but every five years or so, you get a huge jump. So, you know, mm-hmm. we've seen two massive jumps just in the decade right. now that I've been doing it. Right. So, uh, do you do you coach, like, the middle school girls, too? Are you, like, do you coach all the way down? So, you know, our team is middle school and high school both. Yeah. When they hit seventh grade, they can try out. Um, and then several of the ones, you know, like this year. So, we've got three seniors coming back this year. And all three of these girls, so it's Kylie Reese Brown and Delaney Wills and Jordan Smith. So those three, they have been with me since, well, Jordan came in the spring, started working out with me the spring of her seventh grade year. So she didn't play in the fall of her seventh grade year. But they might as well all have been there since they were since seventh yeah. grade. Um, so they've been a part of the golf program since the first point where they could be. Right. Yeah. And so this is the first time too, you know, I'll probably get weepy when we get into the oh, fall. I'm, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, this is girls, your, this is your class, right? This right. is like your first true I mean, class. Right. I mean, they, you know, they came in together and, and you know, they would have now spent, you know, these last six years with me. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, when they start like that, it's just cool. I mean, because yeah. you know, well, you've seen that the whole evolution their of their parents. game, right? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and it's and it's a tough game. So yeah, you know, it's not for everybody. Not everyone's going to excel in it. It's like any other sport. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes you can, and I always use this when I talk to them. Uh, poor old Charles Barkley. I, I I love him to death, but yeah. you know, I, I love his like his just. Honesty. His mannerisms, <laughs> you know, his mannerisms on and on the mic, and then, but the, his level of honesty with everything. But you know, using him as the example, I always tell him like, you can be the best athlete or one of the best athletes in your sport, like Barkley, and have an atrocious golf swing. Yeah, and I always tell him, go on YouTube and look up Charles Barkley golf swing. <laughs> yeah, like if you ever feel bad about yourself, just go back and look at right. that. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, and 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 I, I I swear he's so bad, I think he does it on purpose. <laughs> you know, I mean, he talked about it. it was a mental block with him. Yeah, he knew it, and, and he but he would just get stuck. Yeah, and it was just all mental, so he would just freeze up. But yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I mean, <laughs> so I know this is probably a weird question, but in a in a team golf type setup, is there is there is it a team event or or is it completely individual, and you have so many players that can play in each event or is everybody playing? So golf is, is one of these sports, right? That it is a team and then you have teams that go to the event. So you have a, a five girl team. Mm-hmm. They, at the end, you take the top four scores of the five. However, it's still, it's an individual sport, right? Because there is no one. I can't do it. Teammates can't do it. No one can hit it for you. Right. No one can drop that putt in. I mean, it is totally an individual sport that just happens to have a team yeah. part to it. Yeah. You know I mean, but it's it is individual. I didn't know if they did it if they ever do like a scramble type thing or not. No, 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 no. Yeah. Every, everything stroke play. Um, you know, we we do have a few tournaments like our tournament. Every girl that can 
actually play 18 and keep up, we'll, we'll play. You know, there's been some years that, you know, we took the more inexperienced ones and we got them in for like nine holes. Yeah. You know, and then after nine, we just got them out of the, the field and, you know, let the field kind of roll on. But, um, no, it's always stroke play. And typically you're, when you go to these tournaments, you're only taking five. Yeah. So I assume that's your three seniors, and then not always, not um, always. No, I mean it's it's one of the it's one of the best sports in terms of dealing with you know that old I call it that old boy of mine. I'm gonna give props to Larry Conrad. Larry Conrad passed away from cancer just you know about a year ago, and um, he coached Bourbon Bourbon County baseball, and I played Connie Mack for him. So. Conrad always had this saying, he's like, I'm going to write a book one day called That Old Boy of Mine. That old boy of mine throws harder, runs faster, jumps higher, you know. And it, the thing about golf is you can't really do that. Golf is statistics. It's strokes. Yeah. I mean, so it's an average. And if you've got the best average, then that's your number one. Yeah. Second, two, and so forth. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to debate now. I mean, you could get, you could come down and say, well, so-and-so's really hot. Yeah, but they've they've got had a hundred and ten average up until the last two tournaments, <laughs> and this one's got a ninety-seven average. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say And, and I'm sure I'm sure the course comes into play too, right? Where oh, you're absolutely. going, it's like, oh. well, I mean, yeah, you're averaging this, but you play horrible on this course, you know? I mean, definitely. I mean, the, the courses play a huge part, um, you know, and it's and it's kind of trying to compare, you know, the conditions. I mean, it's. It's hard to compare, you know, a day that it's just beautiful out and yeah. the wind's not blowing hard versus like this past fall at, at the state at state round one, and um, Peyton Patrick was playing in it. You know, she so she qualified, and we go out there and you all it it there, the winds were hitting like we had gusts up to forty miles an hour mm. at Winchester Country Club, yeah, which is super tight and huge big yeah. mature trees everywhere, yeah, and postage stamp greens. I was sitting in there, and I walked step for step with her the whole the whole eighteen. And I'm sitting there going, "Thank God I'm not playing out here because yeah. I would have been." I mean, it was it was horrible. Like yeah. it was yeah. so difficult. Yeah. Um. So if you compare that to a day that there's no wind blowing and the greens are large and fluffy and they're slow, and I mean, it's just you, you, it's hard to compare that. Yeah. I mean, and some of the some of these places we go, I mean, they're tough. I mean, you go up to Grayson where the region will be this this year, right? And uh, so Grayson Lake, Hidden Cove is the course, and it is a beast. And I mean, you will you walk down into one valley and walk right back up the hill, and I mean, you're pushing your cart, and it's like a 45 degree angle on you. I mean, it's it's nuts. It's yeah. so difficult. So that you know, you compare that course to you know something that's really flat, and you know, it's it's not even pushing yeah. you that hard physically. Yeah. So so is our home course. Indian Creek or what used to be the country club? Right. So Irish Hills now yeah. is the is the name. <laughs> they changed so, it so much. <laughs> yeah. Irish Hills is I think it's a really good test. Um because it's it's a mixture of Yeah. Yeah. You, it's a you, tough course. It is absolutely there are some holes on that course that will flat eat your lunch. Yeah. I mean you you can get you can get off and you can be in real bad trouble really quickly. Yeah. Um you know, it's it's an older course. At least part of it is an older course. You know, and and those those greens, you know, they're large. Um, they have a lot of subtle breaks. The older ones now, some of the newer ones that they put on, you know, they've 
I mean, I've, I've complained for the, years. The front over nine is the older part of the course, right? Most of the front nine. Yeah. They, the, they lost number seven. Um, and then, so now number 10 is, yeah. it used to be number five. Yeah. You know, so it's, so it's, it's a little, a little it's a little, a little bit here and there. I mean, it's kind of yeah. spread out. So like 18 was nine, 17 was eight. Oh, number seven's gone. Yeah. And then, you know, 10 is, was five and now 11 is, um, was six okay. and then so it, that's kind of how it got split up but yeah i mean it's you know the the newer the newer section of the course some of the greens were just you know when they designed them i mean no offense to anybody out there but i mean it's just awful yeah. i mean it, it, it's there's one number 13 you i have like me i have set and hit a wedge into the green hit it on the back half spun it and it spins off the front and all the way down the hill and now you got to 70 yard shot back up in it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is, it's, it's just, it's yeah. just not fair. I mean, right. it's, and then 15 is a par three and it's got like three tiers and, you know, and it'll, they'll put the, you know, the pin will be in, in the right spot. And I mean, it's just, yeah, some of it is just, yeah, I think it's poor design. But, yeah. You know, now, it, it wasn't one, it wasn't anybody here local that designed it. So which one is Winchester Country Club? So it's the one downtown, like 627 going out. Downtown, where the old, uh, where the where the middle school is, if you take that road on into town, it's it's on your right there. Huh. So what's the one out Boonsboro Road? That's Southwind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, okay. Yeah. I did not know there was three in Winchester. I knew there was Southwind and Castle Creek. Right. That's the only two I've ever played. I didn't know there was a a country club. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good course. I mean, yeah. it's it, it's tough though. Yeah. You wouldn't think it when you just first get out there, but when you start playing it. Yeah, so. Southwind is that one that uh, both Southwind and Castle both have shots over water. Oh yeah, guaranteed. I'm going in the water. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, it's, my ball is bound for the water. Doesn't matter what kind of shot I make. <laughs> I, I I can't tell you how many times at Castle Creek I've had an incredible shot and ripped it, and I'm like, it's going to clear the water. Kaboosh. Yeah. So, <laughs> what course is your favorite? Um, that we play that that you all play. Um, oh wow! I think so. My favorite tournament, we'll say, and then because of the course is definitely a part of the tournament. Gotcha. Is um, Shelbyville hosts one every year, and, and it took us a while to get into that one. It's a big tournament. I mean, they have 105 plus wow. golfers. Is that it, Weisinger? And it's Weisinger Hills, okay. man. And I love that course. It's a beautiful well, course. Dropping names over here. Yeah. And it's, it, it really is. I mean, it's my favorite tournament. Uh, Chris Reddle always runs it for them. Um, and he does an amazing job. He runs the Bluegrass Golf Tour. And, you know, we've had several girls play for him on that tour. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris is a, just a really good dude. Mm-hmm. And so he always runs it for them. And Shelbyville, I mean, they, they do a unbelievable job hosting. You know, they take really good care of the girls, take good care of the coaches, and all the top teams go in there and play it. And and it's just a beautiful layout, man. I mean, it's just, you have to make some shots. You have to hit, you can't just sit back and just absolutely smoke everything. I mean, you've got to play smart yeah. out there. And, um, yeah, it's it's hands down my favorite tournament, hmm. except for ours. I mean, ours, of course, is, <laughs> I mean, phenomenal. Listen, so yeah. is that kind of how that works? Is like, it's tournaments, it's, it's schools. That, right. Now, do you pick who's invited to that tournament, or do they uh, do they sign up for it? 
I kind of take it that when you said it took you a while to get into it, right? Meaning you were kind of looking for a spot, right? Right. I mean, some of the tournaments, and and that goes for ours too. That now, out of a hundred and five teams, sorry, well, hundred five players. Oh, 105 players. I was like, good God, a hundred and five no, no, teams. No. I'd say that would be a big tournament. No, it's a, it's hundred and five players. So, oh, okay. Because you'll have you'll have some teams that have you know four. They won't have a full team of five. Yeah. And then you'll have a bunch of teams that have five. And then you'll have a, a bunch of individuals. You might have gotcha. like 20, 25 individuals. Mm-hmm. That, that smaller schools, stuff like that. Yeah. They, or, or just, yeah, I mean, it might be a smaller school. Just maybe a school that's not a golf school. Yeah. Um, or they haven't, you know, really tried to boost their program and, yeah. and get numbers up. Um, but, yeah, so tournament-wise, right, it um, it totally depends on on the tournament on whoever is running the tournament. So, like, you know, you can guarantee, you know, our tournament is going to be August 12th, 13th, right around whatever that weekend is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's always that same weekend. So right, right at the start of school. Right. It's it's usually the first week of school. Yeah. Um, and, and it works out really good if you're the coach who sets up, does all the pairings and things because – you only have two two days of class, or maybe three days of class. So, and this year you might not even have class because well, we don't push back to the they've 17th. already pushed it to the next week. So this year I'm tickled to death only, but it, you know it works out great at the start of the year because I'm not really just rolling with content because the first couple of days you've got to get all the paperwork out of the way. So yeah. it's fine for me to do the tournament then. Um, so, you know, we try to host at the same time every year, and a lot of these other people do it about the same weekends or. You know, same general time if they're doing weekday tournaments before school starts. So we all count on that. And these bigger tournaments, um, Shelbyville's, Henry Clay's, this year, actually, LCA is bringing back the Kentucky Cup. And that used to be, several years ago, used to be like the premier tournament, right? And then the last last few years, they haven't. They haven't hosted it. Well, they brought it back, and it's invite only. We got an invite, so and that's because of how hard these girls have worked. Yeah. I mean, we we built this program, and and made it into something that's yeah. that's at least recognized now, you know, across the state. Um, definitely, you know, central, northern, and eastern Kentucky because they they know. I mean, yeah. Um, so we got an invite to that one. So, so when is, we're going. When is that tournament? That is, I believe, that's July thirty. First, I think, I think, yeah. Um, I don't have the schedule memorized, and I sure didn't take a picture of it. Bring it yeah. in, I forgot it. So um, you know, it's <clears throat> so it's a fall sport, but it's also kind of like summer sport, right? Yeah. July fifteenth, yeah, that's when we start. Yeah, so the first tournament's July twenty second this year. Yeah, we have seven days. Yeah, so I mean, you you have <laughs> technically voluntary practices up to dead period. Yeah, I mean, and you know, then I, and then you all get a. Official, <laughs> official weeks. I mean, obviously the girls during the summertime are playing on the golf course. Some, I yeah. mean, you know, it's nothing's ever mandatory. I'm not going to force anyone to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can't say that for every school and every team. Right. You know, some of, I mean, some do say, yeah, it's it's voluntary, but you better be there. I, I don't. That's not voluntary. I mean, you know, if if you want to be a top athlete. That has you have to be intrinsically motivated. Right. You know, I, I'm not going to do that for you. I'm not going to force your hand because the only thing I'm going to do is make you mad you, or make you not like. You the cannot sport. teach motivation no. and desire. Yeah, you can't I, do it. And and I don't do that. I mean, you know, it's now I will reach out and be like, hey, you know, uh, if you want, you know, if you want to come out and hit me, work with you a little bit, then you know, I'm available. 
but I'm not going to call every parent and say, you know, hey, you know, we need to get so and so in. You know, if you want to, but I will reach out usually once, maybe twice, and just say, hey, I'm available. But no, I'm not going to force that on. Right. I don't do that. And, and if you want to be good, you, you're going to work at it. If you want a scholarship, you're going to work at it. Do, do you have girls on the team that want to play in college on a scholarship? Absolutely. And right now, um, right now, if you are already being looked at, um, I know um, I'm on one group. It's called Field Level, and it's a bunch of college coaches and high school coaches all over the nation. Um, and it's you know it's kind of gaining you know some some following out there and i know we right now you know you, they they kind of t- steer you away from putting freshmen on there because technically you know the ncaa rules they can't even recruit them right. at that point right you know? gotcha um so they kind of say eh, just hold off on you know that age at this you know right now after their i think it's after their freshman year ncaa they can start under ncaa rules they can start recruiting them but now d3 NAIA, they kind of get a little – it's a little more lax, right? But when you start looking at, I think, D2 and D1, they especially D1, they have really strict regulations on it. So, on field level, we've got – Only I mean, in golf, apparently, because it ain't in the football. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> yeah. The first thing that went through my mind was, wait a minute, I thought Billy Gillespie was uh, recruiting guys in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, they recruit them – they don't recruit them. <laughs> I got you. I got there you. There are ways around it. So it's, you know, the coach and program yeah. aren't allowed to officially. Right. Now there's right. unofficial. Sure. You can have unofficial visits and you can have, I mean, that kind yeah. of stuff. Unofficial contact can come from maybe boosters or something. I don't yeah. know. I mean, we won't, I mean, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but if there are. Moving on. Right. <laughs> if there are any uh, D1 <laughs> boosters out there that wants to. Uh, I need a new drug. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mine does have some rust on it. I like red. Um. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> I prefer like blue and black. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's um, it, it's really cool because you know we we do have several coaches following, you know, some of those girls. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, and that's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, right. We're, we're reaching out and um, and I mean, as a coach, I mean. That's kind of like the pinnacle, right? I mean, you got obviously winning tournaments and, or a state tournament, but to see your work that you've helped these girls develop over the years pay off in a an opportunity to go to college for you know a partial ride, full ride, whatever. I'm not real sure how the yeah you the don't golf, get full rides in golf. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, You're not generating money, but it's like. Um, you know, Gabe Ambergy last week on the fishing show was talking about like he's got colleges looking at him oh, yeah. for fishing yep. scholarships, not just one. Like he had several schools that are looking. And I mean, it's I told him last week. I said I'm jealous because they wouldn't know they wouldn't know colleges or high school fishing teams when I was a kid and and fishing with my dad. It was just it was just fun then, right? You know, but it's it's a business now. And uh, so, but 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 that's that's awesome. I, I think it's fantastic that that you get the opportunity to to see these girls do that. And you know, a big part of our athlete of the week is every time somebody signs with a college, they typically wind up being our athlete of the week yeah. because 
as far as a high school athlete goes, I mean, that's kind of the pinnacle, right? I mean, yeah. when, if you're getting a scholarship to go play ball or somewhere, that's a big deal. Oh, and we and we really try to make that a big deal. We, we yeah, want I mean, that. it's it's such a small percentage of of high school athletes actually get a college scholarship. Right, right. I mean, pe- people don't realize that. Yeah, it really is a very small percentage. Yeah. So, yeah, to do that, you have to put in a ton of time. Yeah. And you've got to put the time in on in the recruiting side of yeah. it too. You've got to get yourself recruited anymore. Yeah. You've got to make videos. You've got to make contact. You've got yeah. to send those out. To coaches, and again, it's intrinsic motivation, right? And, and I mean, it, it, you have to it's be brand to building at this point. Like, oh yeah, like you know, all of these athletes. Not to get to a football thought, but we talked about this last year when the Giants uh, drafted uh, Thibodeau, right? And a lot of the teams passed on him because he had such a huge uh, social media impact that they didn't know if he was going to be bought into the team. Well. Look, that's part of the business now. Right. You have to build your brand. You don't have a Nike coming to your door like Eric, like Michael Jordan did, wanting to build a custom shoe for you. And now you have to earn your way into that. Right. You have to build your brand. Reagan Oni has done that, right? I mean, she's all over social media, and she and it paid off, right? She's got a a scholarship to to Marshall, and she's killing it right now. So. You know, seeing seeing the, the all these kids do that is, is fantastic. You know, Caitlin bold, right? So she's bold the last two years, and she got approached by um, oh, who was it? It was uh, Campbellsville. I mean, they they approached her about you know bowling on the on their team. Yeah, you know, and I was like, eh, proud dad moment, right? I mean, she's right. she's already pretty much decided she's going to Eastern. They don't have a bowling team. But it was still pretty cool that, that at a tournament we, she gets approached. Her and, name came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Maybe. Yeah. So. so is that is that what is? I mean, obviously, winning tournaments and and winning regions and stuff like that. That's obviously the ultimate goal as a coach. But it is is that it, not to put you on the spot, but is that more gratifying, or is it or is it seeing a girl that you've had? whether it's two years or whether it's six years, go from here to here. Yeah, um, I mean, I think, obviously, everyone keeps track of statistics for a reason, right? right. So, in, in the coaching realm, it's your wins and losses yeah. and your tournament championships and all that stuff. Um, so, there's a reason they keep up with it. There's a reason that the best coaches tend to be the ones who've had the most success that way. Um, I don't think any coach – I mean, I'm sure there's some, I hate to say all, because all means all. But I would say very few coaches ever get into coaching just to pad their own ego. Now, I think it turns into that for a lot of people. I really do. Um, But most of them didn't have an ego because they they were a nobody when they started. Yeah. So, and I'm still a nobody, right? (laughs) I mean, uh, the... um, so for me, yeah, I mean, when when you get to see someone who starts the game, mm. and then they excel very quickly, mm. and then then they get an honor, you know, and so that they make it. You know, I'll use I'll use Peyton as an example because I mean, this is a perfect example, right? So she started, came in, first year just kind of learning the game. Second year broke into the top five and started playing. Third year, 
makes the state tournament. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and need I say any more? Right. right. And that's not me. I mean, right. I can't take credit for that. Right. Um, you know, that's work. I mean, right. that's that's work. Uh, and and of course, you have to be a good athlete. Now, I, now I'm lucky. I've got a lot of girls that have that will work really hard, mm-hmm. and, and they may not have every single year, but they've. It's usually there's one breakout year for every girl that they decide, man, I'm gonna actually put forth the effort and get better. And and, I, and I'm really lucky there. I mean, because that that makes me look good. But I can't again. I can't hit it for them. I right. can show you technique, but I can't swing it for you. Right. I can't make that just click for you. Right. Golf is different. Um, and I can show you every single thing, and I can put your club in the in the right spot, and and we can do drill after drill after drill. But ultimately, you've got to work through that and figure it out. Yeah. Um, so the fact that we have had success is all in the backs of those girls, and that makes that's what I do it for. And, and, I mean, and we yeah. have we've had wins. We won two tournaments last year. Right. I mean, and that's and you just think about that. So there's twenty twenty five teams roughly. So around and around a hundred girls in a tournament, we got two wins. Yeah. Mm. I mean that's that's not normal, right. especially in, in like our region. Yeah. That's not normal, but it's. But those uh, again, it's it's a testimony to how hard those girls work coming into that right. season. Right, gotcha. So, well, you know, kind of going back on what he was saying there. Well, go the gratification and the stats and stuff. But you know, in the grand scheme of things, the stats is what keeps you employed, right? Exactly. Like if you if your team sucked, it wouldn't matter if or you if had, I didn't have girls coming out. Yeah, if, if you, you know? had every single girl get a college scholarship, but you're never winning or never competing. It really wouldn't matter, <laughs> you know. I mean, so when it comes down to it, wins and losses do matter when yeah. it comes to. Yeah, know, it's a little different yeah. than you know, it's. It's hard to compare something like golf to football, basketball, right. and baseball. I mean, yeah. and softball, right? I mean, because those. I mean, you you can pad your schedule in in basketball. Not to pick on the basketball coaches, love you both. Cheers, uh, but <laughs> you know, you can pad your schedule and get your twenty win season. Right. I mean, you can do that. Yeah. Golf, you can't do that. Right. I mean, you, you go to these tournaments. I mean, and you look up, and here comes LCA and Henry Clay and Madison Central, and you're like, "Well, there's three teams that are, you know, are in the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just, I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah, it's just the I mean, sheer volume of of athletes in some of those schools. That, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. it's that's the reality of it. I mean, and it's and that's okay, but that's the beautiful thing about golf is that you can, you may not win, you may not be top ten in that tournament. But if all your girls get their best scores, that's and that's a good day, right? right. You know, right. or even if three of your girls, if three of the five, that's a good day. Yeah, because right. obviously you're seeing progress, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you you have your personal best one tournament, two more tournaments go by, and you have another personal best or something like that. Yeah. You're 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 going as a coach. Okay, okay, I I, I can see where this track possibly can be taking us. Yeah. I mean, in golf, you know, again, people that don't – I've become a huge golf nerd now over the last few 10 years. Um, but if you just think about – just think of the size of a golf ball. So, it's, you know, half dollar, right? right? So, or maybe a silver dollar. So, you take the size of that and a golf club, which is going to be maybe as wide as maybe my three fingers, and you've got to hit that ball perfectly on that club with a six- to eight-foot swing arc. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, show me another sport that's that difficult, right. other than maybe baseball. Yeah. At eighty, ninety miles an hour, and it's coming at you, and you've got to hit. You know, it's round, bats round. You got to hit square. Right. I mean, there. I'm. I'm I know people won't like that, but there is no sport that's more difficult than that. Yeah. No, you're. You're right. You're right. And you got to push. You know, a seventy pound bag, even though they get to use carts now. Thank the Lord. But because we used to lug them, and that was terrible. But you get, but you're still pushing seventy pounds up a hill. Yeah, carts, push carts. Right. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's and you know your typical tournament is going to be around five hours. Yeah, in the heat. Right. Ninety plus. Yeah. And I'll tell you, my big rear end doesn't want to do it. That's for, <laughs> I, I sure wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a diff, it's a tough sport. Yeah. It it. it if I couldn't drive the golf cart to the ball, I would be in trouble. <laughs> I'd be dead. Again, I walked every step this past year in the where's, state tournament, and I was sore for where, days. Where's Sean at? Uh, he, uh, he died back around hole one. <laughs> oh, he didn't make it to the green? No. no. His ball did, but he didn't. So, all right. So, so you, you kind of hinted before the show that you're a wrestling fan? Man, I, so I, I told you, you know, when we were talking there before, so it's kind of funny that, you know, I, I went back and I kind of listened to several of the podcasts and, you know, to kind of have an idea of, you know, how you all kind of ran things and yeah. kind of questions and stuff. Now, which one? The coaches or, no, or the no, regular no, show? The regular one. Okay, because they, they're totally opposite. And I, had, and I had listened to, you know, some of the old stuff like and all the wrestling. Okay. And, and, and you could ask me which one and I'll go ahead and tell you, I don't know. I heard Neil shouting off something about Hogan one time and. We we all know when Neil dresses up as Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Hulkster is well. Okay, never mind. We'll just we'll leave that. <laughs> so and make sure he hears that part of it. <laughs> so um, yeah, man, I, I I love the wrestling part, right? So I grew up, you know, watching Hogan and you know, and right now my favorite thing that I'm DVR and right now is the the Legends oh, yeah. part of it. Oh my on A and E, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And this past weekend, that's what Sean and I were talking about. This past weekend was Iron Sheik, and it might have edged out Piper yeah. as being my favorite. Yeah. So and see, it, I'm not alone. Look, look it, it was solid. Oh, are you rotting Piper? No, he he's prime Iron Sheik. That's the oh. joke. It, like he he always loved Iron Sheik, <laughs> dude. That like that one was so but, stinking well done. When I when I saw that it was Iron Sheik, I was like. I don't know how this is going to be, but it was really, really good. Yeah. I was t- I was telling Neil about it yesterday. I was like, "So, did you ever hear about uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggins and uh, and Iron Sheet getting pulled over?" And 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 <laughs> I never heard. And that he either. goes, "No." And I was like, "Oh, so apparently the story was that uh, Hacksaw and him were like enemies at that time." Of course, this was when wrestling was like emotional, right? Right. And <laughs> it's like they get. But they they ride together because Iron Sheik didn't want to get a car, so he was riding with with Hacksaw Jim Duggins. They get pulled over. They had cocaine and marijuana and marijuana and alcohol, and they'd been drinking and all this. So they're standing outside of their car with with people driving by, going, "Isn't that Jim Duggins? <laughs> was that Sheik? the Iron Sheik? I thought they were fighting tonight. Why? Are they? So." So Jim Duggins call, goes gets to the hotel, calls his wife, and he goes, "Hey, we got we got uh, pulled over by the cops." But he's like, "We we didn't go to jail." He said, I, I, "We got away with it. Nobody knows." 
And so, like, the next day, his wife calls him and she goes, everybody knows it was all over <laughs> national news that and and like the the one reporter was like and they are supposed to be bitter enemies yeah. you know and, and it's just, like that's they said the curtain got pulled back yeah, a little the, bit and in fact they said didn't get pulled back it got like jerked back yeah <laughs> yeah so oh it was great man yeah. it, and now then and they had they actually got out of jail made it there and wrestled that night and they had to wrestle each other. Of course, people yeah. there didn't know, but then, you know, it came out. It was like, yeah. you know, they just, they got, they were oh, together. And oh, what would it be what? to not have social media? <laughs> so you, you mentioned something earlier about um, Randy Savage and Lenny Poffo. Or yeah, Lenny so, Poffo. so yeah. way back in the day, um, and again, I don't, I, I was little, so it was, I was still at Camargo. So they, um, you know, I, I, again, I don't, I, it's probably early 80s, like 80, 81, maybe right yeah. in there. Um, and they had, I, I don't know if it was the Kiwanis, I think it was the Kiwanis Club, but I may be wrong. So don't, you know, everybody listen, don't, don't take my word on it. <laughs> it it's okay. It was 40 years ago. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, Lord help. I can't remember yesterday. So they i think it was but it was one of the clubs and they brought they brought in this group of wrestlers and it was Lanny Poffo and Randy but of course they were both Poffos at the time and there was no macho man yet yeah, yeah. and um so and you thought it, maybe it was their dad's and it was probably I'm their sure dad's. it was because that that was how he got started and they traveled you know like you had USWA in in uh, Memphis where you know Lawler, Lawler and all that was bunch. well they they kind of did their thing here um, the funny thing about that was, is Neil and I were talking yesterday, and there's a guy that he works with that they were talking about how wrestling was was real when we were kids because you didn't have social media, you didn't you didn't have speculation right. or anything like that. Like like it was like it was real. And he, uh, one of the guys he works with, remembers going to the uh, wrestling thing in over in Santiana. And he saw Macho Man Randy Savage against Lenny Poffo in the main event. Yeah. And and because he, he's a kid. And and after it was over with, his dad was like, well, let's stop and get ice cream. They stopped at this place to get ice cream. And here sits Macho Man and Lenny Poffo sitting are. at the same table eating, eating together. And he's like, Dad. I thought they, they, I just saw them beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> I thought they hated each other. And it's like, you know. There are, there were wrestlers, and there are still wrestlers to this day. MJF is one of them. MJF is in AEW. He is probably the most notorious heel on the planet. He lives the part yeah. of heel. He'll sign your, he, like, he'll sign your autograph and then rip it up. Yeah. Or he'll, I mean, like, he's, I don't know, he's did you see school, the video of him signing where he signed that package with his uh, his wrestling figure in the package, he signed it, and then he goes down and then he brings it back and he just rips it apart. Oh, and, and I mean, like even even worse, I saw the one where the, they're at the, that same signing, and there's somebody pushing a kid in a stroller, and he's signing, and he about halfway through he stops, he just looks at the kid, he leans over. Again. And the kid starts crying, <laughs> and he just goes back and forth with the kid. After a kid, yeah. you know, takes a breath, starts crying. You're like, "This but, dude." But I mean, it, it's 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 to him, it's 
it's his life. You right. know, he is a heel, and and that's that's how he lives it. You don't see him out with, you know, one of the good guys eating supper. You right. just don't see it. He 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 is in that role all the time. Yeah, I think I think some of that probably is they've had to change to do some of that. I think like the old school days, you know, where they were traveling and they were, you know, and some of them would be freelance, you know, they would be in all the different, oh, yeah. you know, different groups and, you know, they're, yeah. they're running around all over the country, right? I think they, um, they had to pair up because they were just dirt poor. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, they're, you know, if you, if that's one of the things that you, that's been so amazing about watching that Legends is that the number of those guys that were basically starving. Yeah. They were living in their car. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, um, the amount of trauma, like childhood trauma, I, mean, I think that's what Piper. I mean, yeah. I, that's just. I didn't know a lot of the stuff. Yeah. And man, you and you just think about some of the things that these guys went through, and some of the gals too, because they, you know, they've had them on. But, I mean, I would be so messed up in the head with the abuse that some of them went through. Yeah. Oh my gosh! No wonder when they got in and the, the attention got a hold of them. Yeah. You know, they did some things that were just not right. Oh yeah. I mean, they weren't balanced. No. Yeah. And the crazy part, like when they traveled around in the different um, territories and stuff, I mean, they might be in a heel in South Carolina or North Carolina, but they might be a face in New York, you know? And it just, it's just really, it's really kind of, you know, funny how that all worked out. But those biographies are, are very well done. Oh man. And, Absolutely. and it, you know, it tells, it tells a true story, you yeah. know. I mean, like the one, the one with China was heartbreaking. Oh, no the doubt. one with Paige, when you know, I I remember when Paige made her debut, and I remember when she had to have the speech that she was going to have to quit wrestling, and then she came back, and then she got hurt again. And she's wrestling again too now, I think. Isn't well, she? she's in AEW, but I don't think she's actually wrestling. Yeah, um, she's just uh, doing run-ins, like a thing. like a manager type thing. Okay. Because I mean, she physically she wrestled. Maybe twice. Yeah, when they when she got kicked in the back at last time, yeah. it, it it just did her in. Yeah, I watched hers. Um, I thought, and I really didn't know. I remember seeing. I, th- I think I'd watched a couple of matches, and and she was. Yeah, you know, and she was on the on WWE, and then she and, had and that, that movie. Like, that movie was crap. really good. See, I didn't. I didn't watch yeah. it. Yeah, um, but I was like, holy crap! Like, she's good. Yeah, like, yeah. holy. I mean, yeah. she was she was doing moves, and yeah, you're like. Yeah, that's that's way. Yeah, they they're so far advanced. Yeah, like the women's division. Oh, um, dude, Ric Flair's daughter. R- yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte. Gosh. Yeah, I like. I watched. She's her, fantastic. I watched her bit, and I mean, she's over the top and yeah. amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's been pretty cool. So I have watched a little bit of the the women as they come back because before it was just, uh, so, but they they're good. Well, when we watched they it during the Attitude Era, now. all it was was just girls being right. half naked. Yeah. You know, now they've got athletes, right? That, that are like, yeah. wow. So yeah, yeah that yeah, that was right. the, the Iron Sheik was cool. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, it's a fun series. I love I like watching it. So. Well, I didn't know, you know, when, I, when we started the show, I didn't know that we'd get to wrestling. And he's like, you know, I'm going to bring wrestling up. Well, yeah. You know, so. I, I'm just sad that, you know, Neil didn't want to uh, yeah. show up and actually, you know, comment back. But uh. he, he would have he would have loved that. I promise you that for sure. Well, I, see, I can give him grief now. We, see, he's not here to we, defend uh, himself. We were talking the other day. And I told him, I was like, you know, there are times that I really miss us 
not doing the wrestling thing, right? But you can always bring it up. That's Thanks. Not that's makes me feel real good. That's oh, not what. Uh, <laughs> that, that's not what. That's not what works for this podcast right now, yeah. right? And there are times that if something big's happened, we'll get about forty-five minutes or an hour, hour and fifteen into the show, and we'll be like, "Okay, so we're done talking sports. We're going to talk wrestling now. So if you want to leave, you can." <laughs> but you know, and then we'll talk fifteen, twenty minutes, thirty minutes on wrestling. You know, so that's that's kind of what we do. But man, yeah. I love it. I, I appreciate you all. Yeah. Uh, having me on well we appreciate you coming on and showcasing our, uh, our girls and, I, I and, this forward, and all of our athletes man it's just it's super well i want to get you back on you know closer to the to the season maybe Absolutely. before we host our tournament that'd be really good if uh, if we could work it out to where you you and maybe a girl or one of the girls or two of the girls could be on the show talking about you know, and that way you could drop that Thursday before the tournament starts because yeah. the tournament's probably what on a Saturday. It is. Yeah. It's um, Saturday, August twelfth, and yeah. I'll go ahead and plug it right now because yeah. anyone that's listening, you want to come out. We have got some of the top. We got some of the top fifteen teams. Yeah. You know that will be here. Henry Clay will be here. Uh, Central Harden will be here. They've been top ten, top five over the years. I'm not sure where they they'll be this year, um, but they're really good. Co- their coach is amazing. Um, LCA will be in ours. South Warren and their top fifteen. I mean, we've got some stud players coming in. Yeah. So how many how many teams do you got playing in currently? So we'll be right around ninety to ninety five. Like uh, ninety players. 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 So we'll have around twenty, probably around twenty. So twenty teams. different teams from around the state. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, and some of them be. So know, I'll say four. this for you, because because I, I've. He is. He coached my daughter for three years, and he is the bread and tent master. <laughs> the what? The bread and tent master. I still provide them with bread for the tournament and a tent oh. for the tournament oh, and whatnot. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, because man. because I, I I respect Chris as a coach, and I, and and Allie still loves all the girls that are on that team. So she very much talks to them about what's still going on. Yeah. She just made the decision that she wanted to do the cheerleading instead cheerleading of the cheerleading was the way. Yeah. And um, she comes down and visits every day too with right. with some of the other girls that you know that play and gives me a hard time every day. That's awesome. Yeah. I so, deserve it. So I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and do it. Um twenty teams from all around the state. By all means uh this team needs sponsors also. So, if you want to sponsor the tournament, the, where there's going to be 20 different teams from all around the state, um, and your get, top players, right? Top players from, and and if you want to see your business shown, um, you know, seen, um, you never know what might happen. So, by all means, be in touch with, um, be in touch with Coach Spoonmore or or whomever, and he can Are you show the one you. To contact for he can show you. He can show you who I can. can uh, I can get them in contact. With, you know, our, so our booster president is Mike Wills. Okay. Um, uh, Robbie Leggett is finance. Um, Leslie Chandler is is our vice president. I know her. And I mean, and you all, they're amazing. I, I used mean, to work with her. Those. It's a really, really, really good opportunity for businesses yeah. to be seen because, like you said, there's going to be. 90 players, 95 players there with at least one parent. Yep. So, you know. 
if not more. <laughs> right, ex- if not more. So um, it's a really, From really corner great. Corner to corner might have to be low, uh, be I, remote I, that, that that day. Uh, it's entertaining, man. Yeah, there, there's there's definitely spots and some and there'll be some really good shots. And if in. you have ever had, there's no other tournament that serves hot off the grill pork loin sandwiches except for this one. I'm gonna yeah, tell you right now, now. We, we do stuff right. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. You'll, it's, you'll go it's everywhere worth else every and you'll get turkey and pizza. You come to ours, we're smoking or grilling pork. Yeah. And, I wouldn't yeah. be able to play. I'd be like, <laughs> can somebody go get me a sandwich over here? <laughs> it, it's it's and it's one of those things, and, and we and and Wesley can tell you. I mean, that's that's one of the best things about you know the parents that we have is that. You know, that's uh, our vision for it is, is to make it such an amazing experience that they have to come back. Yeah. And so, you know, the coaches, you know, they, they come, the coaches are well taken care of. The players are definitely well taken care of. And then, you know, the coaches are all like, Hey, you're going to have pork this, <laughs> like, oh yeah, man, we're gonna... <laughs> some, nope. of the, some of the girls, that's I, maybe I mean, not we, their favorite. We're right. switching to McDonald's cheeseburgers. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Now we did, there we'll was one in the year. tournament, but let's get down to brass tacks here. Are you going to have the pork sandwiches or what? <laughs> the, the only time I've ever been cussed by another coach was <laughs> there was one year we didn't have anybody to grill or smoke or anything. And we had pizza that year and I, I got cussed Yeah, <laughs> and I totally deserved it. <laughs> You're so, like, even though, even though I had nothing to do with it, but I mean, I totally took it and totally deserved it. So from then on, you know, when people, some of our parents, you know, might even question like, why are we doing this? I was like, trust me, I've been doing this a while. Yeah. I don't want to get cussed again. <laughs> We're going to have pork. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's, it's a great experience. And I mean, I guess the, the booster gets, the, the, or the booster club gets that support money, right? Yeah, I mean, so is that what that is? The booster club doing that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, we we have all kinds of things, you know, the, of ways to, you know, to fund the program, you yeah. know, and and that's one, you know, and buy the poor coins that they go on there, and you know, some of the parents, you know, will buy that, or a parent might buy that, and you know, or or another, you know, another sponsor like one of the local, you know, meat departments might step up and be like, here, we you know, we're not going to give you money, but we'll give you fifty percent off yeah. on, you know, yeah. I mean, there's. So it, it's really cool. I mean, that, that makes, that, that's a good connection that not everybody can, yeah. will give you cash, but they'll give you yeah. a product. Yeah. So that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. It's, it's awesome. Well, again, Chris, we appreciate you coming on and, and spending your Tuesday evening with us. Absolutely. It's a uh, blast. I and, uh, I, I, we definitely will have you back on because uh, it'll be even better when we can talk about it in season and you can talk about like, man, we finished such and such in this last tournament or, Bring on one of the girls and maybe wins a tournament or something like that. I think that'll be fantastic. Oh yeah, so I'm hoping so. Then <laughs> we uh, we we look forward to seeing you again. And uh, uh, as always, folks, uh, don't forget to check out our show on Saturday mornings as well as these drop on Thursdays. And uh, as always, we appreciate you, and we will see you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.